1: If I can be beautiful and be pretty for a living, I will do it. (laughs) (laughs) I will do
0: it. It boggles my mind because you want a 1950s housewife, but you want the benefits of a 2022 woman.
1: Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And
0: I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We
1: are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world.
0: And in today's episode, I'm so excited. What's it about? We're going to be talking about... Being a housewife, Ew. women's agency, Ow. soft lifestyle, Ooh. sugar daddies, Wowie. and we're gonna to touch on just a little bit of the hashtag Tinder Swindler.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. For I this am episode. so excited. <laughs> how about how juice? That's a juicy one. We've got a lot to unpack, but yes we do. Before we get into the thick of it, the meat, the juice, and all that associated goodness, mm-hmm. we're gonna, you know, start with the starter. Okay. And the starter is the a little dye. entree little entree little calamari a little bit of when they give you bread yeah bread at the table this is the bread at the table i like that so we've got a ding 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 dilemma let's get into it so hey renee and courtney hello i've been a massive fan since the start and i'm glad to have been part of the exponential growth of the tms sisterhood thank you so I have some kind of a dilemma. Oh, that's why you're writing. That's why you're here, girl. (laughs) We got you. I know there have been episodes where you talk about boundaries, Mm. but how exactly do you practically go about saying or doing it? Mm. I'm going through this phase in my life where I know I am more, but can't seem to get there. Mm. I have people pleasing tendencies and I just don't know how to have these conversations about boundaries and what they look like. Mm There's a lot more I want to ask, but this ain't no SA. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Thanks for your help and keep
1: being the amazing online big sisters that you are. Okay. So how do you set boundaries when you know you need to become more, but I guess there are people People, in your life and and, people pleasing tendencies, right? Okay. So the boundaries need to be set with you. Mm -hmm. So if you're a people pleaser, yes, it's setting boundaries with other people by telling them no i'm sticking by what i think originally um but i think with people pleasing a lot of it is the internal conversation you have with yourself before you say what you think you should say what you think someone else should hear it's more so the conflict between what this person wants to hear is not the same as what I actually want to say mm-hmm. and how I actually feel and I don't want to make that person uncomfortable I am not a people pleaser in fact I like disrupting people's peace <laughs> But <laughs> <personally>. <laughs> sorry that's so funny I like disrupting people's peace we need to get that on the team. yeah because I feel like if I'm not just going to make you feel comfortable I if it's not synergy with what needs to happen if that makes sense but I understand that from that point of view it can often be about I'm happy to bend so that other people don't snap Mm -hmm. right like I'm happy to kind of bend a bit on my my point of view, my emotions, my needs, I'm happy to compromise. And often it's always one way. It's always one sided It's always, the onus is always on you to accommodate for somebody else's needs, their feelings. And I think it it becomes dangerous because you start to feel as though your feelings might not be important and what you are striving for, what you truly feel, what you truly need is not important. Mm. So first of all, it's recognizing that becoming more evolving as a person is important to you. The person you want to be is important to you. You, but also, this journey is also important. And whilst other people don't need to be as invested as you are, you need to acknowledge that this is an important thing to you. Your growth, your healing, your um ev- evolution as a person, it is important. If you give it that value for yourself, then I think it's easier to not just aspire towards it, but actually start guarding and protecting it and actually start um. I guess investing in it and a form of that investment is going to be having to pipe up and tell people, no, you know, I can't do this right now. Mm. I can't, I can't agree with you on that. I, I'm not happy with the way that you treated me or this is unacceptable. Can we do it this way instead? Because that accommodates me better. Yeah. Um, Learning to express yourself, get used to expressing yourself, even in the smallest things, like start, Um, I guess agency, like start asserting agency in, in the forms of like, okay, maybe you always plan what we do let me start planning what we do maybe. Or uh, maybe you're always leading the conversations. Maybe I should start, you know, having a bit more play and whatever we're involved in. So I think it depends on the particular circumstance and the particular situation. Mm. But I think you need to start taking the lead. You need to start taking the lead, not only in your own life, but in your relationships with people. Instead of me co-signing or just following on for what it is you want, I'm actually going to start leading so that this can start, so that this can start going in the direction that I want or even we can find a path that works for both of us. Mm. I also think it's important to then have a conversation about like what you said I know that I am more I can become more what does that more actually look like? So how are your boundaries being violated? Identify that. Like what are my friends doing that is actually showing me that you're not respecting me mm-hmm. the way I want to be respected. Identify that because I think it's challenging sometimes to have a keyword like boundaries thrown around mm. but not really acknowledge where do I need to put them? W- what what does boundaries being respected look like for me? What does it being violated look like for me right now? Identify that. Where are you feeling like your boundaries have been violated? Acknowledge that. What does your boundaries being respected look like? Mm. Right? Acknowledging that and then starting to implement that in your relationships by having conversations with people and saying, you know, when you did XYZ, I felt like or when I'm with you and we're talking, I feel like I can't express how I feel. Um and I I don't want to feel like that anymore. So I would like the whatever the evolution looks like in your relationship, start thinking about it. Cause it's easy to be like, you don't respect my boundaries. Okay, how? I'm putting up boundaries. What do they look like? Yeah. Like actually write them down. What does it mean? Does it mean I can't call you past 9 p.m.? Does it mean that, you know, be- before 9 a.m. I don't respond to texts? What, do- what does that actually mean for you to mm-hmm. have boundaries? And how are your boundaries now in alignment with the person that you're trying to become? If you don't sit down and think about this, you're going to be, you know, saying the buzzword boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. But what does that mean? what does that mean to mm. you, you know? And boundaries are different for every single person because it, de- it depends on the person you are, your emotions, your temperament, um who you want to become if you are on like a glowing and growing journey Mm. um so take time to really sit down for yourself and think what do my boundaries look like now when it comes to the implementation it's all about conversations with people it's also about getting it into your head that there are going to be boundaries that need to be guarded and you need to not force people to respect them but if you don't respect your boundaries and you're always bringing them down so that other people can have more access to you even though they haven't shown you that they deserve that access to you then you need to have a serious conversation with your about whether you respect your own boundaries Mm. right so start thinking to yourself okay i've said that i don't want xyz am i still allowing people to creep past that line in my life and why is it because i feel like i'm scared to lose them is it because um I feel as though they need more access to me or it could even be because they deserve more access to me or I might feel uncomfortable that they have all this access to me Mm. actually sit down and get that self-awareness that says I've seen this pattern in my life which is as soon as someone says xyz I drop my boundaries yeah why why do I do that how can I change that um read the book boundaries as well I'm that's actually one of the biggest books on my reading list I read a lot of like around and one of the anchor texts of the things that I read or the things that I read are is often that book so I'd highly recommend that you read the book boundaries because I know there'll definitely be a lot of practical implementations in that but I think it comes down to the self-awareness thing I think it comes down to thinking communicating with yourself and then um vocalizing those thoughts to other people as best as you can but how about you
0: i love that i i yeah i agree with everything that you've said as per usual miss courtney um i definitely think in terms of like the practical implementation of boundaries Mm. i like to think of it as writing the playbook of your life Mm. so what does it as you were saying what does it actually look like to set boundaries what does identify the key actions that are attributed or that you would attribute to what it looks like to respect yourself yeah so if you are setting a personal boundary of you know i don't want to be up past a certain time in the evening yeah then that means the boundary is you're not going to be speaking to anybody past 10 p.m yeah and i think what's also really important about implementing boundaries is actually communicating as you said communicating the actions and communicating when they've been violated but i think before you communicate they've been violated you also need to set out those boundaries to other people yeah and I think sometimes, as you've stated, right, when you have people-pleasing tendencies, and I think everyone has some degree of, you know, people-pleasing tendency, We yeah. just, it's it's okay. Like, it's not a bad thing to 100%. want to please people, 100%. but it's just about the extent to which you are going to please people. And if it's at the detriment of yourself, your uh, mental health, your happiness, and of course your boundaries. Yeah. Um. So being able to... Set those boundaries with yourself first will make it easier for you to communicate those boundaries and then express when they're being violated. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes we can start this internal co- like conversation of, oh, I'm setting new boundaries for myself mm-hmm. and then get really angry when someone's violated them when you actually haven't communicated or done anything to show like this is a new boundary yeah. that I'm setting. So I think there is a lot of work to be done on the part of ourselves insofar as mapping out. What is the kind of person that I want to be? Like sit down and actually write it Mm -hmm. down. Create your personal like vision or your personal like principles. What kind of woman do I want to be? Um, Do I want to be, you know, empathetic? Do I want to be, um, you know, emotionally and mentally strong? Like what are the attributes that you would um, equate to the woman that you want to be? And then start thinking about the actions that can tie into that particular kind of woman. Um, So another like boundary could be, you don't want anybody to um, overstep the mark when it comes to demanding your time, just Mm -hmm. in general. So you might have a finite amount of time in a day or even in a week to give to your friends or family. When you feel or see that those boundaries are being overstepped, that's when you can come in and be like, I need to like withdraw a little bit or this is uncomfortable for me because I'm trying out this new thing insofar as I want to focus a bit more on me during this particular season. So being very, very... Um, sensitive to the fact that you have to communicate those boundaries. So once you've articulated who you want to be, set those boundaries with yourself, communicated them to other people, it then becomes really easy to ascertain, okay, cool, this is where my boundaries are being violated. Um, and I think also having some degree of flexibility because sometimes our boundaries can change depending yeah. on like, you know, context and yeah. as we continue to grow. And don't beat yourself up if, you know, you find your boundaries are being violated a lot in the beginning. So like Mm. when you first start setting those boundaries and you say, this is the boundary that I now have between me and my friends or me and my partner or me and my like family. But in actuality, it's really difficult to enforce those things. It's okay if it's like that in the beginning. If anything, it's an opportunity for you to say, okay, cool. These boundaries keep on being violated. A, are they realistic? B, are they important enough for me to continue enforcing them? Mm. Um, and C, how do I communicate or how do I adjust the context that they're operating in such that I can be successful with implementing my boundaries? Mm. So those are some of the questions I would be thinking about when yeah. it comes to the practical implementation in order to assess whether they're working. Um and I love the fact that you were talking about some of the literature and the books that you've been reading around boundaries as well because I think it can be really difficult to again like articulate yourself when it comes to boundaries or find the um find the vocabulary needed to articulate yeah. yourself, right? Cuz it can be an awkward conversation, right? It's, it's one of them ones where it's like ugh, talking to someone and basically saying, "This is what I want to do for me. Can you stop doing what you you're, you're doing, doing for you?
1: especially can you stop doing what you're doing for you?" <laughs> right? Like people-pleasers, I feel like they just lack audacity and I want that for you (laughs) I really want that for you and the reason why I want it for you is the people who are causing you to people please and causing you to bend they have the most audacity honestly right so don't like I was gonna say in what you said about being comfortable with sometimes people are going to violate your boundaries especially I mean are gonna trip up once you set new boundaries especially if they're used to violating your boundaries Mm. so give them grace but also don't be afraid to look like the bad guy because you probably think you look worse than you actually do right be a villain but you're probably not even going to look like a villain you're going to just look like somebody who is a normal person because most people accept that everyone is quite selfish right but when they meet somebody who isn't very selfish or may um be more accommodating of them they can begin to take advantage because those kind of people not that they're rare but they're usable mm. right they are very mm-hmm. beneficial as well and so taking a step back and being like i'm not i'm going to take away some of your access to me it really doesn't make you more of a bad person it actually raises you to the baseline because most people are very self-centered and yeah. selfish um and it's just a part of human nature so it's not even get used to feeling uncomfortable get used to being the bad guy Yes, people's disposition towards you will change, but they'll probably get used to it very much. And they'll probably respect you a whole 100%. lot hundred percent. They're
0: like, oh, I can't mess with her when it comes to this. Yeah. It makes or you like, I'm so just going to go and
1: ask somebody else. You know, the, no one's going to flog you for saying no.
0: This, uh, this is the thing. And I think as women, we're so used to being the yes crowd. We're 100%. so used to being um people pleasers in general and it's so associated with our gender that when we begin to say no to things people on a micro scale mean. but also on a macro scale we're mean we're masculine yeah. we're this we're that well actually no we say no to that too <laughs> like <laughs> 100%, sorry
1: 100%. we say 100%. no um, i saw a quote last week that's like no is a full sentence you don't have to explain you don't like m- get used to just being like that doesn't work for me i don't want to no thank you that's nice have fun you do it i wish you all the best yeah i can even point you in the direction of somebody who can help you do it but it's not going to be me it shan't be me sorry
0: so getting comfortable with saying no and actually like really drafting out what does it look like to implement those boundaries the questions to assess it yourself by and your success by and then delving a bit into the literature around how to actually articulate yourself and articulate those boundaries but sis It's exciting. I think like drafting up boundaries for yourself is so exciting because I think it's just one of the
1: peak ways in which we can show respect to ourselves. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And. You just got to embrace that this is not going to be an overnight change like it's, not, it's yeah. going to take a bit of time for you to for your life to start looking like renee said like the woman you want to become and having those attributes um just give yourself grace but also embrace the process like give yourself a couple months to see the dynamic in relationships change and mm. even the, your your response to yourself and a new routine or whatever yeah. it might be um give yourself grace because it's easy to think damn i keep violating my boundaries let me just give up yeah no you don't like it Bruh. you don't like that alternative so <laughs> <move on. laughs> we have to keep pushing yeah. on
0: but we hope that helps you sis and shout out to all the ladies who are going through that uncomfortable but yeah. necessary process of getting your boundaries in order Every day we hope and pray that you move closer towards the woman that you want to be but more Mm. importantly the woman that you deserve to be. So we just pray that you have great relationships and that people will continue to respect you and respect your boundaries. Heavy on the respect. But now moving into the i'm
1: very these topics sound very fun very fun oh. last talk especially that <laughs>
0: tinder swindling swindler i've been waiting for an opportunity to <laughs> throw that in there because recently myself and courtney actually watched the tinder swindler mm. together and when i say heaven forgive us right it was a very serious something but it, <laughs> it was, was funny. Very funny it was extremely it was hilarious very funny. But before we get into Tinder, Swindler, Sugar Daddies and all sorts of um, conspiracies, <laughs> I kind of wanted to enter this conversation a little bit from the vantage point of this idea of soft living, yeah. soft lifestyle soft life. and the kind of like movement that we're seeing by a lot of millennial Gen Z women to yeah. embracing this whole i don't want to work yeah i don't like things that are difficult i yeah. don't want to embrace suffering yeah and even in some cases folks are kind of like yeah you know i'm actually going back to being the domesticated goddess so miss courtney hello what's your thoughts on this whole idea of soft lifestyle soft living yeah being soft, i love it I'm,
1: soft i love style. it i am an ambassador for it <laughs> um You can use my code softlife20 (laughs) because I am like flagship ambassador for softlife. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love this change because I think it's it's allowing women to embrace that womanhood doesn't have one definition. Yeah, You know, and I think for a long time, it's like, okay, if you're a woman... There, there's this evolution of womanhood right women domesticated goddess housewife stay in the home don't really focus on education i'm talking about like early 1900s yeah and yep, yep. pre um in many societies don't really focus on career you don't need to do that pop babies have sex with your husband and that's it yeah um and then you kind of see this turn industrial revolution women go to work we need you workforce but still it's not your primary you still get the home the children can you can you you dual burden all that and then it's like oh actually women go to school you know get jobs drive cars um do all these things help the economy (laughs) yeah and then you see like the rise of like feminist movements being like yes like boss babe you can do this Mm. like climb to the heights of your degree and i think it's easy with these waves to think that all women should be doing the same thing to prove their womanhood. Mm. And even if you subvert traditional expectations, it's still trying to enforce this idea that womanhood is a monolith. Like to be a woman is to be the go-getter boss babe. So then when you're a boss babe and you're that CEO sitting at the table and then you're like conflicted within yourself, I kind of want to do maternity leave and I kind of want to stay at home. But It's like, you can, you can do both. And to some people, it might not look like the pretty picture, you know, the CEO sitting on Zoom breastfeeding. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, embrace that because, and this isn't necessarily soft life, but more so embracing the fact that, womanhood looks different Mm -hmm. for every single woman Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. their adult life their whatever roles they play whether it's being a mother whether it's being a wife whether it's being a life partner a friend or whatever working in their career and going hard at that you can actually apply whatever importance to these different areas of your life and truly enjoy being multifaceted and you don't have to fit into a specific box and that's that brings me on to soft life I think with this whole like grind and hustle culture a lot of women are being like sorry unscathed Subscribe. Turn <laughs> off notifications. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> and unsubscribe. Love, well, unsubscribe. And I love that because I think yeah. it. There's a lot of pressure sometimes to be like, I'm a woman and I've written ten books and I've bought fifteen houses and I and I'm a woman.
0: Okay. I am woman.
1: And it's like, yes, sis, we're rooting for you. Like, we love to see that success, but it doesn't have to be for me. Mm. You know, it it really doesn't have to be for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've got other women who are like, actually, I do want that hustle and grind life. I do want to have the eight figures in the bank account. I do want that for me. And I'm happy to, and I don't want the house, or maybe I do, but not the way society would want me to have it, Mm. you know? And that's also great. We're grinding for you too. We're happy for you too. But I think feminism and, Just uh, women's emancipation and their freedom really is all about choosing. Empowerment really is all about choosing. So if you're choosing soft life, that's great because you're using your agency. You're asserting your personal agency to say, this is what I want my life to look like. Yeah. And this is what it, it this is what I'm willing to do, but not willing to do. I think that's an important conversation to have because I'm tired. So many women are tired. And I also think access to soft life or the decision to say, you know, I'm pursuing a soft life is quite radical for certain groups of women mm. because life has not been easy for certain groups of women. And so, like when I see black women, women from ethnic minority backgrounds, women from low socioeconomic backgrounds, when they start saying, I'm aspiring to soft life and I'm aspiring to luxury, whatever that looks like. I'm I'm aspiring to reclaiming my time and divesting from capitalism or Mm -hmm, the hustle and mm -hmm, the grind and doing mm -hmm. all of that. I love that for them because these are groups which unfortunately haven't always had agency to unsubscribe from these quite harmful things, right? They have been forced to live that life and a life that they may not always want just to get by, just to exist, or even worse, just to be respected. Mm. And a lot of women are living lives to get respect and respectability, which they actually don't really want, right? Like they, And it's the respectability, not just from men and not just from the world, but from other women Mm. as well. Like a lot of women Mm -hmm. may actually want to be housewives. And I know we're going to talk about that. You may actually want to be a housewife, but can you say that? Because the girls are like, no boss babes <laughs> unite <laughs> and it's like but i can be a boss babe from my bed oh honey in my bath Some with my robe with a maid and a cleaner and a cook you know kind of thing but then also what does soft life look like to women who don't have access to those things you mm. don't have the capital to have the cleaner the cook the the luxury robe oh, you know man. all of those things yeah they can still have soft life but soft life, soft life looks different for them and also it's about realizing that soft life whilst it makes a really nice hashtag there are some socioeconomic barriers to soft life percent, right and having those kind of conversations and realizing okay what does soft life actually mean is it just you know tiktok and nice bubble baths and all of that mm. or is it truly a mindset that says like you said i'm divesting from this idea of being in bondage to struggle and having to work to the bone in order to survive especially dare I say if my beauty could get me by because i personally have come to the conclusion if i can be beautiful and be pretty for a living i will do it <laughs> <laughs> i will do it i will do it. you know that woman that got out of that fancy car in the tiktok when the person asked her what do you do well, for do a living she I said know. i'm married I don't know about you hoes. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are doing in these streets. Like, I know types of trades. But my occupation is wife. Wow. It's a work.
0: And you know, I think it was one of them cars where you know the doors. <laughs> the doors go up. <laughs>
1: I said God made my destiny also hey, go up. also be flying
0: like that. God. Do you get know what I mean? Yes. And like for
1: a lot of people, it's like, oh, but you're educated. That it doesn't take away from any of that. Not, and this is the thing. It doesn't take away multi-faceted. multi I am baby. an educated babe. Got that Oxbridge degree. 100%. Very smart. Run run businesses like all of that. But I want to stay in bed. I, I want you chill. to treat me nice.
0: I want to chill.
1: I want to relax. I only want to do things because I want the personal challenge. Yeah. I don't want to be challenged. <laughs> Take that out. Don't do that. Remove that. Don't Unsubscribe. do that. I don't want to do that. You know, and I think there's there's that level of control that people want to have in their life. Through the whole soft life hashtag, yeah. which says, you know, I don't want to be forced to do anything. I don't want to be compelled to do anything. I don't want to do something because if I don't do it, I'll be hungry. Yeah. I want to do it because I choose to do it because I enjoy doing it. And I think a lot of us are trying to get to that place where we're only doing things that we enjoy, right? And whilst people may be like, that's such a Gen Z thing, okay. that's such an idealistic that's thing, fine. there are a lot of people actually making it happen. Yeah. So, whilst you may think it's a fa- fairy tale and a fantasy, and we always tell you on this podcast, life is not going to be easy but it can be easy it It can can. be as easy as you make it (laughs) and as easy as you want it to be no even hard situations we're just going to find peace here we're going to find whatever peace and happiness and relax and rest that we can find in this place and i think a lot of us are sick of happiness Mm -hmm. rest Mm -hmm. being expensive commodities nah, and ex- an uh, and unrealistic why should my happiness and my peace and my physical well-being and my mm. mental health be an unrealistic ideal yeah you yeah. know that th- that sounds ridiculous i was not put on this earth to suffer uh, that's all i've got to say
0: wow and that's quite a lot Courtney, <laughs> you've touched all all kinds of bases as it pertains to soft light. i love everything that you were saying i love that you're talking in so far as like It's okay to have these desires, even though culture will tell you that, you know, you are pandering to desirability. Mm. So when I think about things like luxury and the bubble baths and getting your nails done and stuff like that, I love all of that stuff. I am not an idiot. So I'm aware (laughs) of the fact that, you know, culture informs a lot of our desires and our likes and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's sometimes unfair, particularly for women, that many of our desires are always by de facto painted as I want to be desired by society yeah. or I want to be this, or I want to be sometimes I actually just like these things yeah and I want to be able to do that yeah and I love that you highlighted choice because I think with any kind of like radical movement for women it's really about choice mm-hmm. but sometimes because with the necessity to kind of like break barriers and stereotypes yeah. of things that persisted in the generation before, yeah. we have to present ourselves as a monolith. Yeah. Which obviously it has the strength in so far as like completely, totally, radically undermines past generations. But the you know the trade off is often that we see women as this one massive just yep. conglomerate of things and yep. people that we forget that
1: really what we're fighting for is I just want to be able to choose and then you have a lot of women actually subverting their their desires go. because they feel like it's holding women back there we go and you're I think you're not I
0: think
1: and I think the
0: beauty of being able to have this podcast even in this platform is we're always such purporters of nuance right? Yeah. like being able to have Two things exist simultaneously. The internet, because there's just so many corners and, you know, holes and whatnot, people come across things and content and assume that, you know, these mad generalizations is all there is to mm. the picture. And I just want for women, for us to embrace this notion of being multifaceted, yeah. much in the way that, you know, masculinity can often be very multifaceted mm, the and time. they're able to, you know, simultaneously occupy different spaces. Of course, you know, men, you have your own uh, issues Problems. and w- whatnot. We always have to caveat. <laughs> we know we are de- we're dead with you. Um, in that, that same vein, women have that too. And I think one element of soft life that I really, really do want to highlight is, What you were saying about struggle, but also thinking about like women in relationships. Mm. So, the fact that we have for a very long time in a lot of communities, we have normalized struggle in relationships. Struggle love. I hate struggle love. I hate it. Honest to God. I think it's the most bottom barrel, bottom tier, disgusting struggle. Struggle love is horrible. This whole normal, like for ages and across like different societies, we have normalized abuse. Yeah. We have normalized, you know, infidelity. We have normalized all sorts of really weird uncomfortable detrimental yeah. things that benefit men yeah at the detriment to women's health 100%. happiness like i was reading some um survey that was talking about like the benefits for women like getting married and getting into yeah. relationships and men their happiness increases yeah. but women for a lot of them it decreases yeah. so this whole normalization of women being the struggle wife the, the even her being the domesticated goddess right and i think oh there's just so much to talk about mm-hmm. and i think even destigmatizing being a housewife because a lot yeah. of people think that being a housewife is soft
1: yeah and like it's the easy way it's out it's the
0: easy way out and being a housewife is hard
1: it's actually the a job unpaid labor it's economy a job. like Being a wife, being a mother, being a housewife- It's a job. You are take, it is unpaid labor. Completely, it is a job. It is a full-time job at that. And people snob at it because it's like- well, it doesn't seem to take that much skill. Have you actually tried to run a household? Like to run a household is running a machine, it's running a business, it is running an organization with many unwilling participants. They're
0: unwilling. Many unwilling them participants. Kids.
1: Honest to God, call them up to HR because why are you behaving <laughs> this way? I'm trying to keep this house in order, right? And a lot of us take it for granted because it has been the most under, underrated, under uh, underappreciated. Mm role that women have played for so long right a lot of us have looked at that and thought that was just lazy you could have gone to school so who was going to clean the house whilst you were away you know and if and if this is the thing a lot of people see it as well I could just get a cleaner you're gonna have to put money down on that so that's exactly what I mean by the unpaid if you were to pay a housewife for every activity she was doing her salary would be quite high
0: at least six figures.
1: A chef, what? a cleaner, a counselor. Uh, um, oh girl, if we, if they paid us for the and sex, child, I was about to say if they paid please, us for the sex. I was, I was literally
0: about to say, and then you expect me to be doing tricks? You you expect me to be doing backflips in the That's bed. extra. That is that's gonna cost you. Sorry, escort. You that's escort, gonna escorts. A high one too. boy a high one too because you, you expect me to be wearing all
1: this lingerie and then hear and out then your problems you expect me
0: to be keeping my body tight and right after you i've I mean? out and like then you've or got school kids. run uh, grocery on, shop I stop it now
1: think about all the apps that you subscribe to who do this for you your task grab your deliveroo your uber eats all these things that you subscribe to to help you do the task that you are going to end up getting for free because of the housewife or the mother or the the wife in the home
0: and what, like, absolutely kills me is the men who expect this. Nay, even
1: demand <laughs> this. Nay. Nay.
0: Nay. Oh, contraire. Au contraire. Au contraire. Demand <laughs> this. And yet fail. <laughs> to live up to or at least aspire to
1: let's talk
0: about the coupled it. masculinity that would sustain sex. let's
1: talk about let's talk
0: about i don't it. understand because it's like you have these desires particularly like men you will have these desires you'll say that you know this is what i want my wife to be i yeah. want her to be a domestic goddess yeah but then why are you not you know a public servant of the highest accords and accolades why is your you
1: know salary not enough to harm? On. you want a 1950s housewife you ain't got a 1950s salary you ain't
0: even got a house
1: and the thing is like you ain't as, got a house for and me and the funny to thing, clean.
0: this is this is
1: my house <laughs>
0: it it boggles my mind because you want a 1950s housewife but you want the benefits of a 2022 woman Who is working who is educated who is doing all of these things that you do but then when it gets to we're inside the home i'm now your servant i need to do you know what i mean i need to you know bend to your will i need to your every beck and call we both work nine to fives now because lord knows the economy is eh, It's not right it's it's not tight tight. and you expect me to do all of these things whilst you're not living up to your side side of the the deal I
1: don't get it. Yeah. So
0: why are we normalizing these underhand deals? Yeah. This is we are getting the short end of the straw. Especially
1: thinking that it's realistic, it is completely unrealistic. It it will not work. I can guarantee. And all that. Well, my mother did it, and your mother cried. Like the, this is this is oh, the problem. If you one. also want to call on these case studies, well, my mother did it. Was your mother happy? Because everything comes at a cost. Do you get what I mean? A lot of us forget. Basic physics principles, right? Bruh. Energy is no is not created nor is it destroyed. Everything is transferred, right? So your mother may have been doing all this jewel bird and stuff, but it cost her something, right? You thinking that it's going to go without cost? It may have cost her her sanity. It may have cost her her relationship with her family. It could have cost her her relationship with you, bruh. Bruh, do you want to pay that same price? That's the question you need to, because it's going to cost something. This idea that you could actually have it all without cost, without, without sacrifice.
0: Because the man did not be out here saying, "Ah, oh, it's not like the 1950s anymore. My grandma and grandpa but been you were together making for 1950s money. And when I say
1: 1950s money, you guys read, oh, so-and-so was earning 50,000 in 1950. 50,000, convert that to 2022 with inflation. That's talking about what, maybe f- half a mil, 300k and you sit here talking about you make thirty eight thousand gross <laughs> gross <laughs> gross that don't even include what you give hmrc because
0: we ain't out here trying to salary shame or nothing like that or money shame if anything we're trying to highlight the discrepancies and a lot of the narratives that we tell ourselves when it comes yeah. to soft living but particularly the not even soft living, rather, struggle living that yeah. we have normalized as like this is the role of the man yeah. and this is the and role unrealistic of the woman. Living. Unrealistic living. And to call out all the fellas out here, especially on the internet, yeah. that will be telling us women need to do this, women need to do that, without holding men to the same standard or at least the coupled standard that is necessary for these things to remain afloat. Yeah. Why yeah. Are, why there's just so much disproportionate um flames for the modern woman, whoever yeah. she is. Whatever, and and this is the thing, right? Whatever conception of woman we come up with, mm. somebody's always going to have something to say about it. Hundred percent. Because now, when you say, "Oh, I want to do soft lifestyle," folks will be out here saying that, "Oh, she's a gold digger." hundred percent. You know, she don't want to work or nothing. She 100%. don't want to earn her keep. But you was just out here talking about you wanted me to be a domesticated queen, and now that I'm saying I want to be a domesticated keep, it's you a Problem? Mad. You mad?
1: It's a problem. It's always the guys that don't have gold to dig for that talking about gold diggers. <laughs> Firstly, show me the mine. It's
0: gold plated.
1: <laughs> you show me the mine. Where am I meant to be doing the digging?
0: <laughs> it's gold. Do you ever, you know, when you go to like Primark and like you buy jewelry from Primark and then like it turns green. Like green within yeah. two weeks.
1: You, the, Your gold is rusty. You wait, this isn't a problem for you. This is not a problem for you. The things you speak of abstract. This is not a problem for you. Okay. Number two, being a gold digger. How do I say this? In a politically correct fashion. How do I say this? What does it truly mean, Mm. right? In Mm. the sense that if... Okay. If you're calling a woman a gold digger because she's with you just for your money. Yeah. Okay. But then how did you get there? Did you allure her with your money? Because why would you be shocked that she's staying for the money? Because
0: you know, there's a lot of folks on the internet, the net, that'll be out here saying... I've made a lot of money, so I'm going to leave my current girlfriend for the get.
1: And then you're upset that the girl is there with you for the money or that when the money goes, she doesn't stick around. Sweetheart, I know they say that love is unconditional, but the dating is not. (laughs) The dating is not. It comes with terms and conditions, baby. I think it's about being clear about those expectations, right? Especially if like, like we were just saying with the uh, the housewife example or wanting that traditional household structure mm. for the nuclear family. Like, if you want me to stay at home, practically think about this. I'm not bringing in money. I'm saving us money, but I'm not bringing in money. So who's going to cover the fact that it's 2022, cost of living is up.
0: And then you can't be resentful if I now become your dependent because that's what you wanted.
1: If that's what you desire... People need to sit down and it's think about these practices. common it's mathematics. Common mathematics. And because we've attached so much meaning to these personal choices that people make, we become so mad at people's personal choices. Absolutely not. If we're in a mutual understanding that I don't go to work, you bring home the bacon, babe. As long as we're in a mutual understanding, this works for our household. And that's another issue. You can listen to people like us, podcasts, put social commentaries, opinions on Instagram, comments, and all of that. But if it don't, what, what do what works for your house. I need us your to have house. a my house mentality. I don't care what they're doing out there. As for me and my house, this is what we do. And this is what works for us, okay? Mm. A lot of people are out here talking about gold diggers, gold diggers, gold diggers. I'm sure the people who are in relationships with very high earning uh, people and who are dependents, they're having these conversations in not their house because there is bit. mutual understanding. This yeah. is how this house works. It might not work for your house and we're not going to impose that on your house. But also be clear as women, come into your relationship with expectations and stand with that number one but also number two don't be so dumb that you would try to force a man who doesn't hold those same expectations those same values and those same principles to serve you if a man tells you i don't pay for dates and you want him to pay for dates just leave don't shame him him, because there's another woman out there who's like i like to pay for my own dates that's the man for her (laughs) That's the no, but that's the man for her. You're right. There are men out there who are like, I want to do soft life. I will be a house husband. Yeah. And there are high power women who are sitting in, you know, top floor suite talking about, I don't want to stay at home and watch these kids. Yeah. Perfect matches. There we go. Perfect matches. But don't go and be with the woman who's also like, I want to do soft life too, because you will be homeless. you will be ho- let's be realistic
0: not both of you homeless because oh i'm doing soft. no i'm doing no soft i'm life. doing where? soft life okay take that to
1: heaven because you're gonna <laughs> die
0: <laughs> where is the where, where's the home that you're gonna do, do you get that what in? or
1: those maybe those are people who both have trust funds That's and true. they both have money behind them and they don't have to lift compatibility. the finger compatibility thank Y'all wanna you do, listen people want to do struggle love
0: so much i hate it no, Courtney, I actually hate it from the depths Struggle of love. Like struggle love for women. And this whole idea, what especially in the modern you? day that we have to put each other through um, rings and hoops and yeah, to, to prove test. yourself and like, even the whole, what do you call it? The uh, nine year talking stage complex that a lot of people have. Who's
1: talking stage for nine years? You'd be surprised. <laughs> you
0: would be surprised this whole idea of particularly when it comes to modern dating like you gotta be in the talking stage for like three years or like a year or what am i just what am i just what what do i need to find out what will we be chatting about for that that we're talking for
1: that long why
0: are you running away from commitment this far
1: but that's the thing most most people be doing we're not committed but really you are you're doing everything a girlfriend would you're doing everything a wife would talking about we ain't committed though i hope you're seeing other people
0: <coughs>
1: and that's where we are
0: <laughs> ladies leave struggle love alone you've got options Claire, Being,
1: oh, you know what i really want more for us. I, I really want more for us. as I somebody do. who watched bridgerton many times
0: <laughs> i was
1: i was com- i was truly compelled by the idea that i am the prize and i'm sick and tired of you can come for me if you want to i don't give a dab i pay my own bills (laughs) (laughs) this idea that men are the prize okay we're both prizes i need you to have I have six I Have class you know that tiktok whether it was stand up stand up that's what i want for her stand up i need you to, have
0: class.
1: I need you to get up and arise in the truth come that on. you are beautiful you are a master especially if you're doing this glow and grow day anyway we say gorgeous gorgeous girls listen to the tms podcast and it's not even just he's not the price but also you are the prize don't come here talking about i've got to jump through ho- hoops to prove to a man that he should want me my Bible does not tell me I Have
0: to be ready to sh- my flush Bible my credit does, card at the end of the Do you day. get what I mean? The, oh
1: my god! Or like, <laughs> or like other stuff. Like I got to prove to him before you know he he commits to me that I can do everything that he needs me to do. Beloved, you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. If they cannot acknowledge your value, if they can't acknowledge that, and this is not to say don't try to impress people, don't yeah, try yeah. to put your best foot forward, yeah. but obviously use a critical mindset as we you listen to us. And I don't know why we always because some people find this podcast and they come with their their (laughs) first they go and read a book (laughs) but like I don't know I just think critically this is not saying don't put your best foot forward yeah. or that you don't have to show somebody what it is that they are committing to yeah what this is actually saying is I am not a show dog I don't need to jump through hoops for you to give me a badge at the end of this I am a human being I have intrinsic value and the thing and is you're trying to journey with me bro, in life.
0: like when I even think of that context of like us doing things that you know a wifey would do I try to think of the equivalent for men when do men audition when are you going to dance through hoops for me when are you going to audition because we all demonstrate that you can be a husband but when have you seen men demonstrate the no sorry demonstrate that you can be a wife but when have you seen men demonstrate, demonstrate that, that they, they can be, be a husband
1: and especially be pressed to demonstrate that they can be a husband
0: we'll be out here cooking cleaning duh, 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 duh. men just to part with your 10 pounds to buy me coffee just to get one compliment, especially the, ah, in this UK, some of you people, you're stingy <laughs> with
1: your compliments. Mm. Stingy, and unfortunately, that behaviour will persist because people reward that behaviour. People allow that to be the who allow themselves to jump to those basic. Hoots. Don't I will never let a man put me on edge brothers
0: arise listen we've been we've done the two my brothers you know we might have to do some more like things for and with the brothers Mm -hmm. because yo we need like a new standard of like masculinity but that's for you guys to have a conversation about but i'm so sick and tired of this whole i'm auditioning to be somebody's wife i gotta prove that i'm somebody's wife men think that by virtue a lot of men rather think that by virtue of being a man they are a husband Mm -hmm.
1: beloved you are not you just have a penis that's fine but it don't mean you can have me, right? It doesn't mean you can have me, and I, I'm, I want better for my sisters, I really, I really do, because I feel like, and I'm gonna throw this word out, it's gonna be controversial, but I think you need to know who is worthy of going on this journey with you, mm-hmm. right? And that comes with, it is quite loaded, right? But it's not about high value, low value, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, not at all, it's compatibility yeah what I see for my life what do you see for your life can we journey can we actually help each other Mm. do we like each other because a lot of us just want to be wifed up we don't even like the man I don't like you every time you breathe I I gag (laughs) (laughs) you make me sick I stand over you when you're sleeping like this (laughs) have you seen that meme of that lady slap the man yeah
0: She's yeah. just standing over her husband. She slaps him. He's like, oh my God, Oh my
1: baby? God, babe. But it's me that's terrorizing you. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Or you're terrorizing me, right? And I think a lot of us have unfortunately seen marriages where people have been unhappy in their mm. relationship or unable to communicate. So many of us are doing, is he a baller? Is he a baller? Or is she pretty? Is she, is she a good communicator? Is he a good communicator? Is he just out here left, right, center punching walls? Do you? Has have he more? gone to therapy? You know, there's a couple of them out there. Do you get what I mean? When they get angry, he's, just just angry. Coming out. he's not saying anything. His nostrils are flaring. <laughs> he punched the wall and then tells you he's taking you to Nobu. I'm going away. <laughs> it's like, oh, babe, I didn't mean it. That's the beginning. I'm of an running. Cycle. No, I'm is. running. I'm running. This is a big exactly, and that's why we always talk about here when we're talking about right. relationships on the podcast. We're always talking about fear. Get rid of fear. From your life Get rid of the insecurities Start investing In other communities Because you know why A lot of us are also In struggle love We don't have anyone else We think that The only relationship We have To make us feel Like we are valuable To make us feel Like we are beautiful That affirms us That helps us Is our other Romantic partner Mm. Right No If you've got sisters You've got friends If you've repaired The relationship With your family Or you found new relationships Which actually serve you Mm -hmm. And help you to stand up You're standing on the shoulders Of other people You don't take Anybody else's BS You stand there and you allow yourself to realize I've been treated well. Other people have shown me love. I know what love looks like. Love is not only coming from this one person. A lot of us are going to our boyfriends, our partners looking for husbands because we think that's the only place we can get love. Every time I pray, I feel love. Every time I talk to Renee, I feel love. Every time I call my dad, I feel love. Every time I call my mom, I feel love. Every time I talk to my siblings, I feel love. When I talk to my friends, I feel love. So when you come to me on your BS talking about, I'm a man, you should do X. I, I can recognize this is not love. BS. And I'm not going to be here jumping through hoops for a counterfeit when I've got the authentic in the other communities I've invested myself 100%. in, right? You've got to match up now. I've set a new standard. That standard in my life is maintained by my sisters. It's maintained by my brothers. It's maintained by the people in my life who hold me accountable. So you can't come chirping in here just trying to do all macho. I'm a man, I'm a man. I know other men, they like you. They better. They be- oh, Honey. Honey. But a lot of us get swindled because we have no one else. You're in isolation. You're by yourself. And you're just desiring. desiring, I want a relationship because that's what will make me feel loved. That will be the only presence of love in my life. Then you have nothing to compare that love to. No reference point. Wow. That's how you get swindled, babe. What an excellent segue. (laughs) When you said swindled, I said,
0: oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We're in the spirit. <laughs> Together as telepathy. <laughs> we're working. We're flowing. We're flowing. We're
1: flowing. Synergy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know them coaches? We're flowing. We're yeah. flowing. Oh, all those
1: buzzwords. We're
0: flowing. The synergy. synergy is at the apex Ape- of the atrium. <laughs> <laughs>
1: flow with me sisters flow, flow, like, flow with
0: me flow let the energies okay i want you guys to feel do you feel that current it's like electricity going there's through a wave the going through this room
1: oh my god i am screaming any here
0: i think that's an excellent segue into talking about perhaps the more uh negative or mm. um the trade-offs in investing in the soft lifestyle oh. and the potential for being swindled, swindled. by um, counterfeits. Also broadening out mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. to talk about uh, sugar daddies. Sugar daddies. As well as counterfeit sugar daddies, mm. aka... His, I, can I say his name? Or will I be... Will it, a, a Please, lawsuit? I don't want enemies to yeah, come uh, <laughs> to me. Sisters, if you could send 100k... We'll send the um, PayPal link. Yeah. Um, 100k GBP. I know some of you, uh, <laughs> your other currencies. Your other currencies. They, don't underestimate nah, our enemies. Man, They're British. They- they're british and you know the british enemies they've Is, been
1: oh they, they've even shown you from empire's Bro, past they're from, serious from back in the day
0: <laughs> but i wanted to come and talk a little bit about you know the more negative aspects of women that are aspiring to that soft lifestyle and how it can open women up to yeah. vulnerabilities. Yes. right so i loved how you kind of came with the angle of when you don't have reference points or your yeah. reference points are mostly flat 2d from social media how quickly you can fall you know prey to predators yeah um i wanted to talk a bit about kind of like your thoughts on you know the sugar daddy epidemic <laughs> as well as pairing that with the fraudster epidemic so a little bit about you know your thoughts on how our resident Tinder swindler was I'm able screaming. to
1: swindle babes and what does yeah. that mean for the
0: rest of us <laughs> women who are navigating this precarious dating
1: my fashion. oh my oh my okay oh one sugar daddies. Personally, I don't think sugar daddies are against God. I, personally, <laughs> I don't think it's against God. So <laughs> go on, go on. I'm listening. Personally, I'm listening. I I, as long as I ever bring the principles uh, of my personal uh, Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christ, uh, mm-hmm. I'm happy for you to treat me like a baby.
0: And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you for tuning into this episode. <laughs> um if you are a sugar if you are a sugar daddy um you can send in your application below um it will have to come through me because i need to do my (laughs) accountability (laughs) (laughs) reference checks and all of that but all
1: jokes aside though yeah i feel like if you're in a relationship where the dynamics are understood and you feel as though you're not being violated again it's Mm -hmm. what works for me and my house yeah do you get what i mean but also I get why a lot of people are arising to the whole like, it's not, we act like it's new because we've got this new term for it, right? But it's a, it's a tell as old as time. Yeah, Having men in, I guess in the heteronormative terms, having a man who is rich, appreciate you for whatever. It could be your company, your beauty, <laughs> your back, whatever it is. <laughs> and being like, I want to sponsor your entire lifestyle wow. because I appreciate that. And I want that in my life.
0: You know, sometimes I think that the that are like, you're a gold digger. We hate you because you're a gold digger. I'm just like, ah. But you're not in the conversation
1: without the gold. Oh, but then also men often don't talk about the benefits... Or the reason why they get with women. Because you're acting like these gold diggers are so superficial, but then why is your type the same? Why do you have preferences? A lot of men have trophy wives, right? And while she may not be throwing money on her and paying for yachts and stuff like that, you take her to the networking events because you know she garners a a type of attention. She is a social symbol to you, right? Let's get real about that because a lot of men problematize when women have preferences, especially when those preferences are attached to material, but they will help. Heavily protect their right to have aesthetic preferences Mm. and sexual Mm. preferences. I want her to be this size. I want her to be this height. And you guys have guarded that since the beginning of time. And we will let you have that. Do you know what I mean? So let us have this. Marilyn Monroe so rightly said, a man's money is like a woman's looks. It may not be the entire thing, but it helps. It It really does help. So let's keep it real. A lot of men work there... A lot of men are part of the reason, even if it's a small reason, why you do work your butt off Mm. is because of the social status, is because it is a class symbol and also so that you can prove yourself to be a provider. Let's just be honest. Do you know what I mean? So as much as we want to subvert these cultural norms and oh my God, dismantle the patriarchy, some of it needs to stay up. (laughs) Some of it needs to stay up. Keep that
0: one. <laughs> knock
1: that. <laughs> knock that. Not the walls, but some of the pillars gotta keep stay that, up. Keep that up. Keep that up. Um, but I say all that to say, like, I know sometimes in a radical decision to be empowering and all of that, that we want to, like you said, completely flip all of these expectations that we have for people and ourselves. And I completely understand and I completely agree with it, but I do think it comes down to, but what do you want for you? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us are happy to take the perks, but as soon as they require, but as soon as it then starts requiring us to do some work, we want to be like, no, You can't have your perks. I'll keep my perks though, right? I will want you to be this side, this height. You have a a preference. Even if it's not even something you've um, vocalized and you said, if it's something that you even find within yourself, biologically, mentally, whatever it is, psychologically, that I am naturally attracted to these kinds of people, right? That's fine. I too am naturally attracted to people with money.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Do
1: you know how am funny I, that is? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I making sense? Yeah, so no, I hear that's it. That's my natural... I, 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 I find hear myself it. more inclined yeah, I hear to it. finding them attractive.
0: I hear it. I think it's the... Again, it's the whole... Um, What's the word? Mismatching societal expectations for men versus women. Yeah. As you said, they've closely guarded their preferences for a very, very long time. And a lot of women's worth in so many cultures is around aesthetics. Yeah. How pretty can you look? How your upkeep whilst, you know, being the domestic goddess, how pretty can you look? Yeah. Looks are currency for women. Mm-hmm. For men, your currency is currency. <laughs> there's no, like, and simple. you know what I mean? Like money <laughs> being very, <laughs> being very real with you, money can make for a lot of women, men look attractive. Yeah. For me, I think there's a, a zone. You know what oh, I no, mean? Oh, no, 100%. There's, given, there's given give and take. Take with me a little give 100 me. Because I personally, if I don't find
1: you physically attractive, yeah, the money's not gonna make care a difference. how much money you're making. Um, yeah, 100%. But for some women, it doesn't matter. Do you hear what I mean? There we go. It's like for some men, how, you know, I don't want to have dull conversation, but if she's pretty enough, I don't care Precisely. what's in her mind. If that works for you, it works for you. Then you it works. Work. But yeah, I love what you're saying about, you know, mutual
0: understanding and compatibility even when it comes to the sugar daddy realm now obviously we are both christians 100%. here so you know we believe in you know nuclear families yeah. healthy relationships yeah. all that kind of stuff happiness right so if you are violating any of these kind of like principles yeah. in the name of having a sugar daddy yeah then that's not you know
1: yeah like i said i, I that's unless, not our business. as long as i'm still observing there the we go the
0: principles y'all folks that are operating outside of that that is 110 your business but this is but where we talk what? about there we go this is where we talk about consent as well yeah. um if you're both consenting adults. Because I do know that there is some predatory behavior When we're thinking about things like human trafficking When we're thinking about things like extreme Like very Very much older men who are in committed relationships who are now taking on sugar babies who are actual babies do you know what i mean how about you focus on providing for your kids and actually you know being Mm -mm. a husband to the wife that you do have because even that right we'll say that this is soft life but really that's also another symptom of struggle life at least on the part of the wife who Mm. is there with the man Mm. who is you know endorsing all of these sugar babies apart from her right Um, Right. right. so again this normalization of infidelity this normalization of men um like the infantilization of men like they can't keep it in their pants yeah they can't can't uphold any kind of shred of decorum in a relationship it's part of the ups and downs of marriage Marriage. where you know not
1: we've been through so much we've
0: been i listen one of the things that i said my vow i cannot be with a man who when i reveal him to everybody i say
1: we've been been, he's put me through so much but i knew you were the one when you were tornado i got through it are I, you a tornado? you are a natural disaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you actually a tornado? We don't
1: want it. Are you a storm? We do not want it. And that's the thing. It's not saying that life will be without struggle. It's not putting me through struggle. Intentionally, The struggle too. is you. Intentionally. It's not life circumstances. It's not things beyond our control. It's actually things that are very much in your control. You've just decided to lack any self-control. 100%. 100%. And it's the same for us as well, right? Like women who hella naggy like just nagging 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 okay sis like is everything okay Bruh. do you need to see like a therapist
0: get counseling or the babes that are doing soft lifestyle at the expense of other people's marriages and at the expense
1: of other people's relationships because i was
0: even seeing some outrageous i've seen some outrageous things on social media call me grandma you this why don't know <laughs> but i've seen some outrageous things on social media whereby you know People are really testing the limits of female and male friendship and, you know, disrespecting certain boundaries as it pertains to girlfriends, wives and all
1: that kind of stuff. Go and get your own.
0: Stop being the other woman for the, in the name of soft lifestyle and being a sugar. Because that's
1: another form of struggle love. You think it's all these benefits and X, Y, Z, but oh girl, to be with someone else's man, you are an object. You are a distraction. That's what you are. You are a distraction. You're not the full thing. You're the 20 to the 80. And is that what you want? And as much as we're getting onto you, that's because the majority of people who listen to the podcast are women. However, a big responsibility, the majority of the responsibility is on the man who is stepping out of the house to cheat on the woman because you have a responsibility. You're the one with the commitment. You're the one who made the vow. However, in this sisterhood, we don't touch other people's things. We always say it. Principle of this sisterhood could be we touch. don't touch other people's things. If that's your man, that's your man. Listen, Scissor was out here talking about he's for you on the weekdays, I'm his on the weekends. Firstly, I ain't no two day, two you know day girl. First, <laughs> listen, and to caveat again, these are our
0: thoughts. If you want to be this doing is our up, podcast, um, we is own it? these mics. In fact.
1: In fact, this is our home.
0: In fact, this is
1: our If you want of to be doing
0: our polygamy, if that works for you, then oh, 100%, girl, polyamory, thing. all that. Do- as for me in this household, it's A and B.
1: There is no C, D, E. There's no And as soon three. as there is a C, D, E all the way to Z, there ain't gonna be no A. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? You gotta go G, O, out of here. Like, <laughs> Since you nope. like letters so much. <laughs> <laughs> Since you like letters so much. How about you take the G and the O and you go out of here, ah, exit. How about that? Um, Can you spell alimony? <laughs>
0: <laughs> since you want to be a fool but yeah on this sisterhood we are very principled women in so far as if it has been it's all about violation right yeah if you've laid out the terms that you are in a you know committed yeah. relationship with one other person the moment this is violated is a cause for utmost concern 100 percent It's a lack of Uh, respect. Lack of respect. Lack of of respect for yourself. Especially the other woman. I would hate to be the other woman. I would hate to be the side piece. Because by definition, as Courtney said, we are gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Look at yourself. Do you look like a side dish? Is that what you want to be known as? Do you want to be the side piece? And I think this is actually an excellent segue into um, talking a bit about our resident Tinder Swindler, who was actually making using the money of other women to fund his engagements and fun with other women and it's funny because what goes around comes around because this same money Big that you're time, chopping from somebody else you'll
1: now be paying for someone else's now be enjoyment paid. it's really doing up 100 and that's another thing all that glitters is not gold it's not it is it's not gold those women i feel so sorry Bruh. for those women they were that fraudulent that fraudulent for context, anyway. if anyone hasn't watched Tinder Swindler,
0: it's essentially a um, documentary yeah. into a man. We won't uh, name him for obvious reasons. He has, I don't, enemies. He has enemies, don't and enemies. What's his name? I don't want Peter knocking on our door. <laughs> he was hurt multiple times. but yeah, He seems Peter to be is getting hurt. back up. Peter is down. Um, that's his bodyguard. But Tinder Swindler is essentially the story of a man who has defrauded women out of millions of money, yeah. uh, millions of pounds of money um, over the course of many years. Yeah. Um, under the pretense of being a billionaire, you know, mm. they meet him on Tinder, they swipe right, all that jazz, he gets to meet them, he flaunts his wealth, yeah. they fall in love. And at the moment of their, you know, the peak of their love, the apex moment, um, that's when the demands start, yeah. that's when he starts asking for money. Yeah. And that's when they fall for him hook, line yeah. and sink. I just... They fall for him, hook, line and sinker um, and start taking out copious amounts of loans, um, loads and loads of just money is just leaving
1: their account. There was one lady who her whole
0: life savings or something like
1: that. What she was saving to buy an apartment. She gave it to him. Gave it to him. And you know what? Like where I will, we will never come from the point of view of it was their fault because it really wasn't right. Everything that man presented suggested to them, there is no reason why I should doubt Mm. until he started acting up. Do you get what I mean? And so, whilst yeah, uh, personally, if you are a billionaire son, why are you asking me for money?
0: And this is the this this this. Why are you asking me for money? Even if it was a case of like you've asked me for one k, I've given you a k. You're asking me for mon- more money, but there's an outstanding balance. I'm sorry, this bank is closed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. There is the no money, especially if it's money that I don't have. That's it. Because there were ladies who were taking loans. Yes, for that it. Is I am w- very Never.
1: sorry, sis. When it comes to listen to me very closely and call me <laughs> Auntie Courtney. When it comes to things that will affect your credit history, don't ever put that on anybody else. No, do not ever let anyone do anything to you or tell you to do something that will affect your credit history specifically because that is your track that is your passport through the financial world okay if you ever need a loan a mortgage a credit card if you even want to buy furniture on in installments you need a good credit history as soon as they don't care who spent that money they don't care that you were defrauded you look like an unreliable person and if we're talking about financial education and financial empowerment do not let anybody put a red stain on that credit history
0: and here's the thing here's the thing they've done their investigations hell this man went to prison for a short period Mm -hmm. of time albeit guess who's still paying back loans to this day the ladies
1: and he didn't pay he didn't go to jail because he spent their money precisely at all he went to jail because he faked his identities many many times but you freely gave over the money you freely pay it back and it gonna cost you ain't free it get this understanding my approach to lending money to anybody can i actually give this money away it's not if this person doesn't pay me back even if it's the person that i love can i afford to not have this money anymore if I can't, I can't give it to you. And what's their track record? Exactly. Bearing in
0: mind, they had only known this man for like a month or two or three. You're now asking me for 10K. We could be dating for like four years. If you come to me and knock on my door and ask for 10K, I'll be like,
1: baby. Especially when your dad is a billionaire.
0: Doesn't no. he have friends?
1: Go and talk to your father. Has go and talk to your- Billionaire. F- go and talk just to your dad. Why are you talking us, to man. me? Stop it. I'm sorry, and if you're t- that, well, that's a test of how much you love him. I'm sorry, then I failed. Give me and an also,
0: F. and also, I think um, a really important lesson is for the ladies who are a little bit more materially inclined yeah. and who are bamboozled by you know all of these uh, the the presentation of wealth. Yeah. This is why we talk about character development yep. so so much because. Yeah. Yes, it's nice to have all of these pretty things and material things and all that kind of jazz. But if your character does not match up, then you will be easily swindled 100%. by all of these ostentatious
1: displays of wealth. This this is exactly what I was thinking in my head, like love bombing. A lot of us will be saying here, that could never be me, that could never be me. But as soon as a man is like, let me do all these things, I shower you with all these things. We I just want to freely take it. That's great. You know, soft life. I want to be treated. Adore me, Dior me. I get it is all of this to distract me mm. from the fact that behind the wall, there's a whole bunch of mess. That And not even just there's a whole bunch of mess, there's a whole bunch of stuff I actually can't account for, right? that actually matters. If you're not gonna peek behind the mm-hmm. curtain, just because the curtain mm-hmm. looks pretty, mm-hmm. a lot of us aren't mm-hmm. even gonna find mess. We're just Fam. going to find a whole bunch of em- empty because this man has no history. <laughs> no I don't. He has <laughs> no money, but also he has no history. And you gotta be careful Bruh. of a person who has no history, who has just come out of nowhere. Fam.
0: Do you know what it's like? Um, have you ever seen a Trojan horse? Mm-hmm. It's basically like that. A lot of these like love bombs and things that people do is to get you to lower
1: your boundaries yeah. or violate your boundaries so that That once they're
0: over the gate and the horse opens, damn,
1: there's an army ready to take you down. 100%. And then how do you get all of those things out? How
0: do you? Because thinking about like all of the things that, you know, the ladies permitted because of his displays of money, be careful that Materialism does not cause you to violate your own boundaries. boundaries. Do not like as Courtney said, don't let it distract
1: you. Stay focused on the task and hands. You need to stay sharp. You need to stay alert. Al- sis, open your you eyes. Know what?
0: One of the things that makes me nervous sometimes, and um I'm starting to like get over it, but there is and we do need to have a like separate conversation about mm. this, but the male entitlement to things from women yeah as a result of them having material goods yeah. or display. Or you know, like with things. paying for things like like they have the capital they've given you all of these gifts there are some men who are very very predatory yeah and they use this it's not they'll say it at the moment oh it's a gift and this is not for you sisters to be um conspiracy theorists or to have your guard up all yeah. the time but there's a lot of men out there who feel entitled to women's bodies women's times women's things in general as a result of you know showering them with gifts showering mm-hmm. them with material goods mm-hmm. so be careful because whilst you didn't pay for it now you might be paying for it later in a different way so just be careful be very, everything very has careful. a cost yeah it's and just be- whether you're paying up front or
1: in installments oh, oh
0: girl everything has because y-
1: you go get the invoice regardless like, sometimes, sometimes they add interest today sometimes they even exactly has interest. late payment be very clear with yourself at the very <laughs> least what you are exchanging for yeah, what's happening yeah. because that's how you start to get bent right you haven't actually laid out your own boundaries just because you bought me dinner don't mean I'm gonna sleep with you there we go
0: even things as small as that be careful this is why men and intentionality when we're speaking to men men we're having this conversation with you too yeah when we talk about state your intentions it's important because there are predators out there Big and some time. of them don't even know that they're being predatory yeah. they have been taught or it's been normalize that they should be entitled to women's bodies women's times women's things when they are not so don't come here with that entitlement and this you know what there are some men who go to the trouble of amassing all of these things and all of these wealth so they can abuse the power that it brings for them they can abuse women they can abuse um like literally literally every claim they have to women as a result of having all of this like we think of all of the really um, high-profile cases of like sexual assault yeah. when we think of the high-profile cases of fraud yeah. it's always by men in very very high positions
1: of power 100 because power corrupts <laughs> absolutely and it
0: corrupts men very very badly yeah. and this is of course we're not waging war on you know the, all. the other gender you know what i'm saying like it, 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 all of these things have nuance. but to the sisters We get it. You like stability. You like Mm -hmm. money. You like material things. You like being gifted. Mm -hmm. But stay alert. Be sharp. Open your your eyes. eyes. Open your ears. Because we say, oh, it could never be me, but it could be you in a different context. How many of us have been
1: swindled by men? Oh! you've Should been let, swindled by I some kind of i will never forget when a man tried to get me to buy him five pounds of credit that's what i said <laughs> firstly <laughs> Stop it. i know who god says i am <laughs> how many of us I'm have not been going swindled? to do it we may not have been defrauded
0: of our money but we may have been defrauded of our time yeah our value our efforts, our efforts. yeah you may have been out here being a uni wife cooking i was literally for about say, how if
1: you have written cvs for men who truly didn't I mean? love you
0: you may have bought his uh, plane tickets to come and see you. You may have done all sorts of really ridiculous things all in the name of proving yeah. yourself to
1: a man who or is abusing his power or access that's to it. you. And the issue isn't that you did these things. Sis. If you're going to help him, write the CV quick for him, all of that. Right. It's, does that violate your boundary? Because a lot of us, viol- a violation of boundary doesn't, sorry, a violation of boundaries does not abruptly look violent, mm. right? Oftentimes, we think someone's violated my boundaries. I'm immediately going to feel a sense of violation. I'm yeah. immediately going to feel a sense of fear. I'm immediately going to feel a sense of I have been used or I am uncomfortable. Actually, a lot of people aren't breaking our boundaries, they are bending them. Mm. And a lot of us are bending with them.
0: Peeking over.
1: Be careful, they're peeking over, right? It's a slow climb. People are bending and it takes a while before we realize, crack, I've been snapped. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Or mm. I have been distorted out of shape. Yeah. My, the mindset that I initially came into this relationship with, the confidence that I, have init- I had initially come into this relationship with has been distorted or in fact destroyed and damaged. Mm. But I didn't notice it happening because it happened over time. Yes. A lot of us are looking for these immediate red flags. No, sometimes it's just crumbs. Wow. Sometimes it's just crumbs. Sometimes it's even just drops of paint. Wow. You ain't see no red nothing. It's just drops of paint. Wow. On the floor. Red here, red there, red there. But you're good. not taking notice because it's just not enough. But it's building, it's teaching you, like you said, become more vulnerable in a way that makes you uncomfortable. So when we're saying, when we're giving these examples of these things, it's not the thing specifically, it's about are these things that you would actually want to do? Mm. Or do you feel compelled to do them? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like mm-hmm. you have to do them to prove yourself? You have to do them because you're in fear of losing this person. You're doing this to please this person. You're doing this and it's out of your character. And that's 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 why it's important to know who you are before you're really getting into these relationships. And you don't have to be fully healed. You just need to be aware of (laughs) your characteristics because you need to realize, am I doing stuff which is outside of my character? Mm. Am I compromising my integrity? Mm. Am I doing things which violate my own boundaries just because this person has come into my life and they've shown me all these nice things? And whilst the story might be believable and whilst the things might be nice, am I staying true to who I actually am? Or am I being bent? for sure for sure Ooh. Ciao. chile that's Tinder goring? swindler was sad
0: man oh that was very sad it was actually unfortunate but sisters it's crazy to think that we've actually come to the end of this episode Mad. it feels like we could have nattered on for <laughs> <laughs> there's so much there's so much that we could get into in the yeah. Tinder swindler and just sugar daddy culture and all that kind of stuff but we would love to know what are your thoughts and if you haven't watched Tinder swindler we definitely recommend it just you can watch on it on and, netflix um, check it out let us know what, what you're netflix doing and for the sisters that have watched it or have been swindled by a man in any capacity let us know yeah what was the experience like what were the uh red flags what were the drops of paint that accumulated over time to build a picture um you could do that by dropping us a comment here on youtube if you are watching on youtube hello hi um if you're watching on any other platform hello hi again come over to youtube if you would love to we'd love to see you and i'm sure you'd love to see our faces come on now we'd love to and of course make sure that you rate us give us a five star if you can if you really enjoyed this episode four and three anything below that please just you know anything below four anything below four (laughs) four. (laughs) you already know let us know what the issue is we could could talk you know we could fight um but yeah of course come and say hello to us over on social media so on yeah. instagram that is at to
1: my sisterhood yeah. and please come
0: and say hi to the lovely lady on my left at cb barteng and of course come and say hi to me at renee kapuku
1: yes sisters we do in we do hope that you've enjoyed this episode we cannot wait to see you next week as always plug into the sisterhood we have so many things happening all the time from challenges to giveaways to uh tanzania trip to all of these different things that we want you to receive all the updates and also the articles and the resources that we share with you from book recommendations to articles that we are reading so sign up to the mailing list on our website to my sisters.com and you can also read the to my sisters blog on our website you can also come and talk to us on twitter and start a conversation at to my sisterhood or use the hashtag to my sisters we can't wait to talk to you very very soon we love you go into this week enjoy yourself don't Don't be bamboozled open your eyes shine your your eyes but also just repeat to yourself the woman that you are and don't settle come on don't settle and don't let fear drive you into a relationship how about that but before we start a whole new episode in itself we'll bid you adieu we will talk to you in our next episode and as always keep glowing and growing.